the trick is to be specific and know know who you want to target, know who you love and you're passionate about helping, and that's the person that you ask for. Welcome to Stand Out Get Noticed, the podcast that helps you speak and present with rockstar confidence. I'm Christina Cantors, your host and founder of The C Method Communication Skills Training. For free resources and to subscribe to the show, visit thecmethod.com. Hey there, Rockstar. Welcome to episode 139 of Stand Out, Get Noticed. My name's Christina Cantors, and I'm very excited to introduce you to my guest this week. His name is Alvin Cooney, and he's from Ascentive, which is a global company that trains entrepreneurs and business owners to use the power of strong relationships and referrals to gain new clients and grow their businesses. Alvin's been working in relationship marketing for the past 17 years. He started in the UK and is now based teaching referral marketing programs with Ascentive here in Australia. Now, I met Alvin when he was speaking at a networking event about a month ago. And after his talk, I went and I implemented what he had shared and I did get results from it. It did work. And I thought, you know, this is fantastic. So I asked Alvin if he would be so kind enough to join me on the podcast and to share his strategies with you. Now, this podcast is for you if you are a business owner and you want to grow your business and create new clients, or if you're looking for new opportunities but you don't like the idea of networking or you've tried other marketing strategies and they just haven't worked for you. Now, I mentioned the networking thing because this is not a podcast about networking. It is a podcast on relationship building, which, as I've discovered, is absolutely critical to your success in your business or career. So a few of the things that Alvin and I talk about, firstly, what is referral marketing anyway and how is it different to networking? Why it's such a powerful marketing strategy? how to build strong relationships with people who will be your champions and refer you to others, how to communicate specifically what referrals you're looking for. And Alvin also does share his top three networking tips at the end in case you do find yourself at a networking event and you want to make the most of it. Show notes will be at thecmethod.com slash Alvin. Now, before we get to the conversation with Alvin, I do want to give a quick shout out to the amazing group of students we had at my public speaking masterclass on Sunday. We had a full class of inspiring women and men who were all there to build their confidence and skill with speaking. And many of the comments that came back through the feedback said that having the opportunity to stand up and practice in front of the group over and over was hugely beneficial to cement their learning, which was fantastic to hear. Now, I will most likely be running another workshop next year, early next year, definitely in the first quarter. So if you want to be notified first and receive early bird pricing and special offers, jump on the email list to be notified. Go to thecmethod.com and sign up to any of my freebies there. If you're already on the email list, then keep an eye out in your inbox for those announcements. Okay, now let's meet our guest this week. He's got a lot to share, so make sure if you can, grab a pen and paper, write down these tips because they are very powerful and very useful. Okay, let's welcome Alvin Cooney. I started off in the business world and and my, my career in contract manufacturing. We we were manufacturing cosmetics and I was based over in the UK. And look, I had no experience and no knowledge in how to actually take this 
product that we were developing and, and, and bring it to, the, to a market. All I knew was that I was passionate about these products. I knew how to make them and that somebody out there, there's an audience out there that, that would be willing to buy these products and, and get enjoyment from them. So I, I was fueled with this uh, drive and passion, but I, I had no idea that the selling process and finding these customers was going to be so hard. And I, I tried everything. I really did. I, I put lots of money into advertising. Uh, back then, we're talking a number of years back, social media wasn't as uh, big as it is now. So uh, I dabbled in it, but I got no success from it. I tried networking. Believe it or not, that didn't work. And it wasn't until one time that I um, was in a conversation with a, a solicitor um, contact and, and friend of mine over in the UK. And he sort of changed my um, train of thought on, on the whole process of how to onboard new clients. There was a group of us sitting around a table and um, it was my turn to stand up and, and present and I had, uh, like I did every single week or every opportunity I had, I had a, a bag of products. And these were cosmetics. So, uh, and this is um, many years ago, as I say, we had a, I had a bag of deodorants and a bag of shampoo and conditioner and, and, and different toiletries. And I used to uh, take one of them out uh, one by one and explain what was in them. And uh, I'm going to use the deodorant as an example. So I tell everybody that, that was... Um, around the table i tell them the product that was in it the ingredients uh, the length of time it took us to make the product uh, how unique it was how effective it was and you know after you know 50 60 70 seconds it was time for me to finish and i had to sit down and eventually i would sell one product to somebody around the table and the following week i'd sell two products and then the following week i'd sell no products and then the, you know, and, and the journey went on. And about 18 months later, um, that was when Paul stood up and he said, um, Alvin, I have, uh, I go into a health food shop uh, regularly and I buy my health products from this shop. And I was speaking to them about your deodorants. And they are interested in having a conversation with you around them stocking your products and supplying uh, your products to their customers. And then he said, uh, would this be a good referral for you? And I went, of course it would. Well, why, why would you think it wouldn't be a good referral for me? That's exactly <laughs> what I'm looking for. And he goes, oh, we didn't know that. We, we thought that you wanted to sell your products to us. And I went, no, no, absolutely not. I'm, I want to give you these products. You can take them. I felt bad about selling them to you for £4.50 at the time. And it wasn't until then that I realized that the way I was communicating was incorrect. I was selling as opposed to asking my network to help. And that's when the paradigm shift happened. That's when I, I changed everything. And from there, I had, I have to tell you, I had enormous, enormous success. And it was all based around... Uh, uh, leveraging, uh, first of all, building relationships with uh, key people in my network and then asking them uh, for referrals. So I was leveraging off their relationships that they had with my potential clients. Mm. And I have been doing that ever since. And um, I have to say it is, it is the way uh, to successfully onboard clients. Wow. And did that lead you to the work you do with Ascentive? There is a certain gene that you need to have switched on in your head, and I call it the giving gene. 
So yeah, you do have to switch this this um, uh, this light bulb switch on uh, in order for this to work. And I noticed that once uh, my journey through that business, I've, I've since sold that business now and I'm living over in Perth in Australia. Um, but between uh, me selling the business and being here, I've been a, involved in teams. I've been a, a coach um, in, a, in a sporting um, realm. I have helped business owners uh, from um, startups right up to corporates in order to grow and expand and build their businesses. And now I'm teaching this referral um, marketing strategies to many, many business owners uh, right here in, in Australia. So it, not, not only did it help me get my business off the ground, this cosmetic and, and contract pack business over in the UK, but it actually showed me a light that I'm passionate for helping others. So it kind of fits very, very well with, with who I am and, and, and what I'm very passionate about delivering. I know that you've got a lot of tips and a lot of juicy uh, things that you, you, you want to share with the, the listeners around how we can start to use referral marketing when we go out yep. about with networking. But before we do that, can we just define what is referral marketing? Good. All right. That's a, that's a very good question because a lot of people – if you ask that question to them, they will say it's networking. Mm. And it's, it's a lot deeper than networking because when you go to a networking event, and this is why people get frustrated with it, you go into a room and you uh, it's full of uh, people that largely um, people that you don't know. And your idea now is to go in and, and network that room in order to, to um, leave the room with opportunities to do business. And I have to tell you that that exercise is not networking, it's selling. So referral marketing is a strategy, it's a business strategy, which attracts new clients through a process of building relationships. And the key is, is those relationships um, and, and this process uh, results in a flow, which is a continuous flow of personally recommended business on a two-way street. So it's a win-win situation. It's not a, a, a one-way um, street. So just to, to say that again, it is a business strategy and the strategy is around attracting new business or new clients through building relationships. So it's not, not necessarily networking. Now, can you do referral marketing in a networking environment? Yes, you can, but it's not you getting in your car with a, with a pocket full of business cards and handing out those business cards in a networking event. That's called selling. Mm. So, and that's, that's good news for, for people who don't like the idea of networking or they, yeah. they don't see the point in networking. So what I'm hearing is that you don't have to go to all of these networking events in order to have this referral marketing strategy work for you. No, no, you certainly don't. You don't go into business to be a, and I'm just going to be, have an example here, to, to be a web designer to be constantly out and about in networking events and, and going to the opening of an envelope. Uh, you're in business as a web designer to build exciting and um, beautiful websites. That's, that's, that's what your passion is. It's not to go to networking events. Now, I've got some excellent tips to show you how to get the most out of a networking event, but it's along the lines of referral marketing and, and using those examples. Okay. So let's take, for, for example, someone who's in business what are the other benefits of referral marketing apart from getting in new sales? 
new clients? Okay. There's a number of them, but I guess the one that's going to be most poignant is, is that when a business owner or an entrepreneur or somebody who's in a position of authority in terms of onboarding new sales and clients and has a team underneath them, they've got a, um, they've got a, 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 an idea in their head of the type of business that they want to be doing. But too often you go to uh, ask the question to business owners and you say, how's business? And they go, oh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm very busy. And I, then you ask them, are you enjoying it? And they say, no, I'm doing all this work that I don't enjoy. And then you <laughs> say to them, well, what, why are you doing that? And they go, because I need to, I need to do the business. I, I, need to, I need to get the work in. I need to pay the bills and do the wages. And I said, well, what business do you like? And they said, well, I like you know, dealing with this type of client, but I've got to deal with all these other clients over here. So referral marketing will, will hope to um, address all of that. And the idea is, is that the business owner identifies or picks their, their target market and the target market is their ideal client, the one that they love doing, the one that they're passionate dealing with. And then they go and they identify people within their network that has access to that person or that group of people. Mm. And then that's the type of clients that they receive through the activity of referral marketing. And they no longer have to do the business, which is frustrating them, which they have to do to bring in the sales and they can start doing the business that they had envisaged doing when they set the business up or, or they, you know, had that um, drive to, to, uh, to build their business. Uh, uh, the, the referral marketing can be very, very specific. And look, I'm not saying that you, you, you're, not going to get, um, you're not going to get all sorts of, of clients uh, coming, coming your way. But what I am saying is that you can be very, very specific and request and ask your network to find you particular business and, and the business that you want to and, and that you enjoy doing. Because like in the first story that you shared, people might want to help you, but they don't know that you need help in that certain area or that you're looking for those specific clients. And um, I remember in your presentation, you mentioned, you said, don't get others to prospect for you. You yeah. need to be clear. Yeah. So it's your job to help them to be able to easily think of someone so they can refer them to you. Yeah, because that's and that's the art of being specific. You know, if if my target market is somebody who is three years in business, um, they you know they've been hurt before in terms of they they realize that they need education in an area. Um, they've got a bit of money, you know, in the bank so that they're willing to spend a bit of money to learn and, and educate themselves in this. If that's my target market and you were then to recommend startups to me, well, yes, I can help startups, you know, immensely. But my, my, the real passion that I have is helping these people that have been hurt before, you know. So, therefore, I should be asking my network and, and identifying people within my network who has access to that uh, group or that yeah that that individual, I should be asking them to uh, promote and uh, speak about me and tell success stories to them about me about the type of business I'm doing, and that that means that I'm not asking my network to go out and find me clients. I'm asking my network to go out and have conversations with their already uh, the clients that they already deal with or the or the people that they've got access to. I'm I'm not asking them to go out and prospect. Um, the common term in business to, to, to explain this is if somebody say, if you ask somebody what type of business they're looking for and they turn around to you and they say, look, I can deal with anybody or 
everybody can can uh, can benefit from my from my product or service well there isn't anyone called anybody and there isn't anyone called everybody and you can prove that fact by going through your phone so uh, if you do say anybody and everybody, yes, you, you are going to get business. I'm not going to say you're not, but it'll be pretty random. Yeah, shows the importance of being specific. Yeah, the trick is to be specific and know, know who you want to target, know who you love and you're passionate about helping, and that's the person that you ask for. Okay, so let's say we, we're clear about who we want to target. We've got a specific type of person that we want to connect with. How do we phrase that? in an ask when we're talking with our colleagues or friends, contacts? Well, the trick is to find people within your network that have got access uh, or, or that, that are already uh, in contact with this target market that you're talking about. Let's just pick the web designer as an example again. If I'm in SEO or if I'm in graphic design or if I do digital marketing, uh, then you, you, you would imagine that a web designer would have access to a group of clients that would need some or all of those products or services. Mm. So I'm building a website. The website now, the next stage of the website is to have some SEO built into it. So therefore, if I know a good SEO expert, then the two of those people could be referral partners. So the website designer then does part of the selling process to the client saying that they now need SEO work and then they can recommend you. Sorry, Alvin, before you go on, can you explain a little bit more about what it means to be a referral partner? Is this a, an official thing that you discuss with them and say, hey, can we be each other's referral partners? How, how does that relationship come to be? Yeah, so a referral partner is it's it, the partnership and the relationship's got to be mutual. So um, it's all well and good if they can help you, but if you can't help them, then the motivation isn't there for continue for a continuous flow of business. Sure. So you do want to try and find a, a referral partner who you can help, and maybe you look for that first. Maybe that's the first quality that you find. But they also have to have access to a target market which you are passionate about helping. So um, the way to do it is is to find uh, people within your network. That's the key thing: is to find people in your network that have access to your clients. And then you ask yourself a series of questions. The first one is, is do you like them? That's important. <laughs> so it, it's very simple. Yeah. Do you like them and have you got a desire or are you inspired to help them? Because if you, first of all, if you don't like them, you're not going to be wanting to spend time with them and therefore you're not going to be able to build a very good relationship. Mm. With them. So that's the very first thing. And so if you can tick that box and you move on, um, the next, the, a couple of other things you got to think about is: Do you have time, or are you willing to make the time to help them? And are they have they got time, and are they willing to help you? And that's just a conversation. Are they coachable? Uh, because they are going to need to learn how uh, and understand how to find, identify your um, the the needs which you solve. And they're also going to be, you're going to have to teach them how to, you know, to sell your product or to, to recommend you as a solution to their needs. They also have to have uh, resources uh, necessary to help you. So whether that be staff, whether that be the uh, technology or the ability, and they also uh, have to have access to a credible relationship within your target market. So that's, that's probably the, the most important one. 
So you, you go down through it to, to this very simple criterion. If, if a person falls in a, a business, uh, somebody in your network who's uh, closely related in business, sort of ticks a lot of those boxes, then you can, you can explore the uh, referral partnership relationship. Okay. And then from there, I guess you, you help each other to explain what each other is looking for. Yeah. Essentially, what you want to try and uh, teach them to do is um, successfully refer you as a solution to their client's needs. The, the referral partner should understand and know your business inside out. And you should know and understand their business inside out so you can replicate this okay, for them because it's obviously this is a two-way street. So the idea would be that the referral partner understands and knows your business and knows what your client looks like and knows what your client is looking for. And therefore, they can make a much stronger case um, referring you in so that straight away when you make that call or you make that first introduction being referred, you're already um, uh, solving the problem. You know, you're, you're there as, as the solution to their problem as a... As a I, I've, I've heard that you can do this, that, and the other. Can you help? No, the, the client is already um, sold on the fact that you, you are the solution. So that, that uh, relationship and that uh, understanding is, has already happened. And look, it's not difficult for us to do this. If I give you an example that I'm at a barbecue and I'm flipping burgers and my friend comes up to me uh, or a colleague comes up to me and tells me that he's got a problem, well, it's much easier for me to recommend a referral partner, someone who I know, like, and trust, who I know that if, they, if I was to pass over uh, this contact or this individual, that they would look after and totally solve the problem that, is, that uh, we're, we're discussing. Um, it's a lot easier for me to do that in five, six, ten minutes than it would be if I was to do a cold. So that's, that's the power of referral mm-hmm. marketing and relationship development and relationship marketing. And that's where strong communication is so important because you need to be able to explain clearly what your business is all about and who you're looking for because then that will enable them to make that that strong referral. Because I've that's been right. on the receiving end of where, like where someone's introduced me to someone else and said, hey, you guys should connect. But there wasn't much context there and I wasn't quite sure why they were connecting us. And it just makes it really awkward yeah. for everyone because you feel rude if you don't say anything. But at the same time, it makes it really hard to write that reply because you don't want to waste your time meeting with this person if it's not going to go anywhere. Um, so, yeah, it puts, puts people in that awkward position if you don't really do your homework and know exactly why you're referring people. Yeah, and that's why yeah, a referral partner, it takes time, you know, to develop this relationship. And, and that's why there needs to be um, time on both sides to, to uh, put towards this relationship. And also there's got to be resources there in order to fuel it. So, um, but I can tell you if, you, if you get a good relationship with a referral partner and you surround yourself with some key, key people in your network, um, th- this is the way to do it. This is, this is how you can uh, build a business um, where you are... Uh, delivering you know what you're passionate about mm. you know and, and you can free up all your time where previously you were doing single-minded sales activities to now receiving uh, recommended um, clients uh, on, a, on a you know on a continuous basis this this isn't random this is continuous on a continuous basis which you are totally passionate about uh, uh, about solving and and this this is your realm this is what you're 
you know, th this is what you were born to do. You're born to solve this problem uh, that these referral partners are just throwing at you. So, um, you know, it, it really does change the way a lot of business owners onboard new yeah. clients. Now, you did mention that you had some tips around networking. Let's say that we are going to networking events. Is there a way that we can use referral marketing to our advantage when we are meeting strangers at networking events? Look, I've got loads and loads of tips on this. Um, but the if I was to shorten them down and pick, pick some real key ones, uh, this would be them. So the first one is do your research. And what I mean by that is uh, make sure that the audience that you're going to, you have, uh, that you can connect with. And like everything, I've got examples. So here, here's an example. I, just in case you haven't guessed, I'm Irish from my accent. Um, and I was off to a Irish um, networking event there a number of months ago over here in Perth. Now, you would imagine that I would be able to hold my own in an Irish uh, in a group of Irish people and have a conversation with them. And yes, I can. And, and I'm not saying that, uh, that, that, that there's anything strange in that. But what I did do before I went into this networking event is I did a small bit of research. I've been out of Ireland for about um, 20 years, so I'm not 100% up to speed with the politics. I'm not 100% up to speed with all the sports. I don't uh, quite, um, my, my knowledge wouldn't be, you know, right there in terms of property and property prices and what's happening in the different uh, states uh, and different regions in Ireland. So all I did was I did about 10 or 15 minutes, literally in the car before I went into this event, and I just um, scanned the internet uh, around some Irish sites. So therefore, and the reason why I need to do this research is that I had some, I had some conversations that I could mm. be a part of. So I was breaking the ice before I broke the ice. And some people get, uh, have a little bit of fear around, what am I going to talk about? What, what, what conversations can I, can I add value to? Well, a lot of the conversations that happen at networking events are social. And relationships are born when there's a common commonality, when there's some common conversation that you can have, that's when relationships are born. So if I know what's happening in the local sports team, and I know that that, that, that could be a, a topic of conversation, then when that conversation comes up, I'm not lost. I can get involved and I can be a part of it. So that's the first thing I would say to do. The second thing uh, point that I would recommend is never go to a networking event alone. Okay. Always, always buddy up. Buddy up with somebody. And the, the trick here is, is buddying up with somebody who is not in the same profession as you. So don't go with a colleague from your office. Go with somebody who is potentially a referral partner for you or with you, or someone who um, is in a closely related industry to you. Okay, why is that? All right. Well, there's two reasons. The first one is is that you've got a companion there, so you're you're not um, you're not alone. So that's the first reason. And maybe if you're just going in and and, and learning the um, and getting involved in networking and doing networking for the first time hang together and stay together for the first couple of events. But after a while, when you build up a bit of confidence and you've done your research and you've got conversations to talk about, then the two of you can split up within a room and you can then at that point start recommending each other. 
So therefore, you're not coming to the networking event and selling. You're going into the networking event and recommending. Yes. And that's where the power of referral marketing comes in. So if somebody says to me, oh, I'm having a lot of issues with my website, then I can turn around and go, wow, you won't believe this, but I have actually seen one of the best website designers uh, that I know, and they're somewhere in this room. Oh, there they are over there. Let me go and introduce you to them. They can solve your problem. Um, and then the third tip would be to, uh, this, this might be a little bit funny when you hear it first, but don't tell people what you do. So always have a flavored answer to the question of, so what do you do? Because if you tell people what you do, they may not be interested in speaking to you any further. <laughs> and that could be if you haven't got your, uh, I am an accountant on your name badge, and someone asks you, what do you do? And they say, well, look, I'm an accountant. Well, if I'm not interested in speaking to an accountant, and an accountant is not going to solve my problems right here and now, then I don't want to talk to the accountant. And I'm now constantly looking for ways to get <laughs> okay. out of this conversation. So what, what, do we, what do we say then? So what you do is... You have a flavored, a flavored um, answer to that. And, and look, this may take a bit of practice. You might want to sit down and pen and paper out and start jotting down some sentences. But if somebody came up to me and asked me uh, what I did, I could turn around and say, hey, look, I, I'm a trainer. I train people in referral marketing. Now, if you don't know what referral marketing is, yeah, you're, you're immediately lost. switched off and you think of referrals. I've tried referrals before. It's pretty random. It doesn't work. I'm not interested in talking to this guy. So my answer would be that um, if somebody says, hey, what do you do, Alvin? I'd turn around and go, do you know the way business owners are always wanting more business by referral? Mm, and then they would say, yes. And that's going to, that's going to now go, yeah. And I go, well, look, I train people's networks and how uh, they can bring that person referral business. And now it's going to open up another question. So how do you do that? Oh, well, I do that quite simply by training, mm. coaching, and speaking. So I've got a, uh, So we're now in a conversation, and, and if that person wants to explore it or develop it or, or, or take it any further, then we can. We're in the conversation rather than me saying, hey, I train referral marketing. Oh, that's great. So what's the, what, what is, I, I suppose, the answer to that question? The next one is, is, so what do you do? Well, I'm an accountant. So what, what I would say to people is, is don't tell people what you do because we're not really interested. If you were totally honest, we're not really interested in what we do. We're interested in a success story uh, and we're interested in how what you do can help uh, your, either yourself or others. That's really what we're interested in. We're not interested in what you do. So um, you, you would typically uh, have an idea of what an accountant does in your head. We don't need the accountant to dive in and say, this is what I do as an accountant and, you know, uh, index everything that, that an accountant actually does. That's, that's not um, what the, the person at the other end of the conversation wants to hear. No, because that, that, does, that doesn't differentiate you no. or make what you're saying, you know, interesting. It's, there's a exactly. million accountants who all do that same thing. Yeah. So just don't tell people what you do. So quite simply, it's do a bit of research before you go so you're breaking the ice. Um, buddy up have somebody alongside you or in the room who you can refer to. Um, and then the third one would be have a flavored answer to, to the question, hey, what do you do? Love it. And all of those things I, I challenge the listeners to, well, implement one thing at the next event you go to. Give that a go 
and um and let me know you know what what effect it has alvin thank you so much for sharing all your wonderful advice and and words of wisdom you know it's given me a lot to think about and i hope it does the same for the listeners as well if people want to do more training or, or do some training around referral marketing and, and learn more about it where can they connect with you Ascentive is um, in 21 countries around the world. It's a global organization. And we've actually trained, you know, thousands and thousands of business owners. Uh, for my Ascentive uh, business, I'm based in Australia. And currently, I run uh, referral training programs in uh, Perth and in Melbourne. Now, next year, we've got plans to expand uh, into further states around the country. But right now, they're the two states that we're, we're training. Um, the way to find out about Ascentive is simply to jump online and go to Ascentive.com. Uh, whatever country you're in, you'll then get navigated to that country's website and you'll see a list of all the um, workshops that are on. But typically how we do our training is, uh, and our flagship product is a 14-week training program uh, where we take on anywhere from 8 to 12 entrepreneurs or business owners into a room and we deliver this training over um, uh, 14 half-day weeks. So half a day a week, so you do a bit of learning, a bit of doing, a bit of learning, a bit of doing. And it, you, we go right through a series of topics, uh, the seven modules in the training, and at the end of it, you walk away with a referral marketing plan, which is already... Um, implemented and set up and, and working within your business. So uh, it's very, very powerful. Um, we're very passionate about delivering it and we get immense joy and pleasure out of seeing the entrepreneurs leaving and having success in, in its activities. So the best way to get in touch with us is, is either through the website or you can jump online. You'll find me on Facebook and, and Instagram and so forth or uh, straight on email, which is alvinc at ascentive.com. Love it. Sounds amazing. I hope people definitely go have a look at the work that Ascentive does because I've not heard of a another uh, training company that trains specifically in this type of thing. So definitely worth having a look at. Thank you so much, Alvin. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show. Uh, I've really enjoyed it and, and thank you for the opportunity. Thanks to Alvin Cooney from Ascentive for being such a generous guest on the show this week. You can find out more about what he does at ascentive.com, that's A-S-E-N-T-I-V.com, or simply visit the show notes at thecmethod.com slash Alvin. I'll link it all up there how you can get in touch with him. Now, speaking of referrals, I was just wondering, dear listener, if you would mind maybe being a referral partner for me. See, I'm currently looking for more keynote speaking opportunities, and I thought, who better to ask than my podcast listeners? As you know, I'm passionate about helping business owners and professionals to build confidence and the ability to communicate more effectively in the workplace, and I'm looking to share this message to audiences at conferences and corporate events. So if your company or organization or maybe an association you're a part of puts on these large events where the focus is on personal or professional development or on relationship building, I would love it if you could put my name forward to the event organizer or connect us. Or maybe you know an event or conference planner to whom you could say, hey, I listened to this awesome podcast. It's by a great speaker, Christina Cantus. She's amazing. And she has a message I believe would resonate with the attendees of this conference you're organizing. Would you like me to introduce you? Boom. 
too easy. If you can keep an ear out and eye out for someone like that, I would absolutely love it and appreciate it so much if you could connect us and make that introduction. See, I've learned that if you don't ask, people won't know what you're looking for. So that is my ask this week. Alvin did tell me that his key to success is you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. So I've decided I'm going to take some more shots from now on. And that wraps up the podcast for this week. Thank you so much for spending some time with me today. Keep on being awesome. Yeah, implement some of the things that we shared in this podcast and, and see if it works for you. You take care and I will talk to you next week. My name's Christina Canters and this has been Stand Out, Get Noticed. <laughs>